Hello there, mortals of Universe 7. I'm Mysterious Jackson. And what I'm going to talk about today... Sony removed... Fake Michael Jackson song... Off of streaming services? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. December 14th. 2010, the very first posthumous album simply titled Michael, named after Michael Jackson, was composed to consist of 10 new songs that haven't been heard before. But as soon as the album dropped, it had controversy surrounding it. And I'm going to get into it. Okay, first things first. The songs in question were Monster, Keep Your Head Up, and Breaking News. And why did it have controversy surrounding it? It was because the songs in question were not sung by the late singer. They were sung by Jason Edwards Kuprata, a.k.a. Jason Malachi. And just like everybody else, I was like, that version that's on the album wasn't Michael. Because there are certain songs with the same names that have been recorded but not released. Say, for instance, Monster. There is a song called Monster that was recorded in 1990 for the Dangerous album, but was never released. And that one was supposed to be the one that had 50 Cent on it. But that one never came to pass. And the one that came to pass is the one by the Casio family. And let's get into that. Early 2006, Michael had spent some time with the Castle family down in New Jersey and recorded some songs in their basement. Which he did. I seen the studio set up. The songs in question, I've heard the originals for those songs. And unfortunately, the version that's on the album isn't Michael. The original version, the real version, has since been leaked. But due to the fact that these three songs in question cause a lot of uproar with the fans, myself included, because I was not happy with these songs. Although, you know, I did try to listen to them and uh, get confirmation, because I don't want to, you know, report something where I'm not completely confirmed. I'm not trying to risk my credibility. So doing extensive research and looking into it and researching it, I found out where some parts are Michael and where some parts aren't him. The parts that are him are parts that are sampled. Because the screams and the, the beatboxing breath, those are Michael's taken from other songs that have already been released or that wasn't released or was in the process of being released. 
like on the song Monster. When he goes, oh! That was actually sampled from Escape. But they just darkened it and lowered it to fit the um, energy of the, the song. And the, the yeah, yeah, those vocals are taken from Rock My World and Hold My Hand. And Although, you know, I like this song because, you know, you can actually hear what the person Jason was trying to convey as a treatment to Michael. And I can see why people, you know, like that song because he he's attacking the media. But... The version that was on the album wasn't Michael, unfortunately. And it's a crying shame because that was a good song and it had a decent beat to it. But why is this estate finally decide to do this? Because they want to represent their clients in a positive light. And due to the fact that Zilla 40th anniversary is coming, they don't want any negative press. And not only that, they want people to see Michael for his genius. And unfortunately, these songs was not a part of his genius. Now, how could they save the album? Well, personally, I think what they should do, all the songs that were intended for the album, they should release those and make the Michael album a re-release as a, a double disc CD. And the songs that they should put on there is the 2010 version of Do You Know Where Your Children Are? Which isn't actually the 2010 version, that's actually the dangerous version. And which I don't think they'll put on that album because Dangerous Anniversary will be coming soon. And they're trying to release that eventually. And songs that they'll possibly put on a Michael album, they don't want to re release if they're going to put it on another album. Which I get. But if you're trying to get on the fans' good side, you will try to, you know, compensate them for slighting us and cheating us because we already knew. And I feel bad for 50 because 50 Cent is on this song. And now that the song is being removed, he won't get his pay due to the fact that, you know, the song has been removed from the stream. And people can still get paid from streaming services, but due to the fact that that song has now been removed, the artist in question that did the feature won't get their pay, so they need to be compensated. 
They need to be having some sort of consolation prize due to the fact that they've been slighted. And the estate says that it has nothing to do with the authenticity, which is not entirely the case because people have been wanting to wanting them to address it for years. I myself had said something had to be done about it. And due to the fact that Monster is a clarified song, although the version that was on the album has been removed, there is a monster song that Michael has wrote for Dangerous that they can put on the album. And Michael did say years ago he made a song addressing the news. But, see here's the thing. He did that with tabloid junk. And breaking news, well, the one that Michael wrote anyway, was supposed to be a sequel to that because some of the songs that he was going to perform for This Is It tour, he was going to revisit a lot of the songs that you know, he didn't leak out himself in the songs that he didn't release himself. Because the Michael album and the Escape album were sequels to um, the Invincible album. And the reason why I said it is because the Michael album, if you look at it, there's three songs from the Invincible session that didn't make the cut. And what songs are they? Well, I'll gladly tell you. Hollywood Tonight. Can't make it another day. And best of joy. And here's another fact. Best of joy is actually a filler song that he made early nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty four. And the version that we hear on the Ultimate Collection is the demo version, the original Thriller version. And the version that's on the micro album is the updated reworked version that was supposed to be updated for Invincible. But due to the fact that the Invincible Anniversary album never came out, they put Best of Joy on the micro album. Now, how do I how do I feel about the removal of the song? I was telling people years ago, years ago, that those songs wasn't Michael. At least not in the lead. 
they had some samples of his voice, but it wasn't entirely him. Other Casio songs that was released and leaked that weren't Michael. Ready to win. I mean, they do have a ready to win recorded by Michael that's still in the vault. And I'm going to touch on that as well. Ready to win was actually going to be a song for the Ready to Remove Boxing Round 2 game that he was featured in. And due to time constraints, the song was never released. And the estate was looking for people who has worked with him and take the songs that he worked with other people for and put them in a catalog and unfortunately some of the Casio songs got mixed in the pile and when this song out on camera Mother Catherine didn't directly yes no yes he's back yes he's back No, he was singing. Damn. Damn it, where was I? Oh yeah. Um Mother Catherine, she didn't directly say on camera that she didn't want the song out but she did say in a post and I quote these songs are not sung by my late son these songs are sung by a sonalite that Sony hides. And the songs that were supposed to be scheduled on the album was Opius and A Place With No Name And Slave to the Rhythm, produced by Tricky, not the one that's produced by L.A. Reed and Michael, the one that was supposed to be on the Michael album was produced by Michael and Tricky, but that version of Slave to the Rhythm didn't make the cut. And the one that ended up getting released for the Escape album is the one from the Dangerous album produced by L.A. Reid and Kenny Babyface Edmonds. And that one is actually a great one. 
And what Timberland did, because he produced five songs on his kid album. But what he did is took elements from Tricky's version and put like a Timberland flavor on it. And he put his voice in it, but he put it in a sense to where his voice isn't John and Michael out. He's not doing what Puffy does and talks over the beat and just ruins the record. And do I personally think this was a smart move? Yes. And I'm going to say why. Because certain people of the Michael Jackson estate aren't fans of the estate right now. And they're aware of that. And what they want to do is show Michael in a positive light and represent their client's legacy in a more impactful manner to his fans and to the new generation that aren't aware of him and his music. So, by them removing these three songs, is a smart move. Now, how you can also salvage it, replace the songs that were removed. Because nobody likes a short album. People like albums to be lengthy, but not too long. Because the only time an album should be shortened when it's in in EP form or in an LP vinyl manner. Because back in those days when records and EPs and LPs were still a thing you would only see Seven to eight and ten songs. And nobody likes a short album. Ten songs is a great way to do it, but make sure it's the person you say it is. Nobody wants to buy an album that says it's supposed to be Michael Jackson, but three songs aren't him. You know what I mean? And by them removing these songs is the right step at the right time, too. Because, say, another album gets released. And they didn't remove these songs. Nobody would take them seriously. And I requested, and other people requested that these songs be removed. Because we want a hundred percent, Michael. We don't want. 40% Michael. We don't want half Michael this way and it be somebody else this way. So by them removing these songs is the right step and the right move. And 
it would help you get on the fans good graces. And how you keep this momentum up is you find a way to release the micro album and put more songs that are specifically Michael and put the songs that are Michael on the album and even if it's some something else there's songs that he did with other artists that you can put on there and have 50 be on there as a tribute And if you really want to get on the fans' good graces, here's what you do. You put the songs that were intended to be on the album. Not fake songs that wasn't supposed to be on the album. Songs that you should put on the Michael album. The 2010 rock version of Chicago, aka She Was Loving You. The Hollywood Tonight remix with the guitar. In with the Billy Jean drum kit. And what else you should put in there? Do you know what your children are? The Dangerous version, which is now called the 2010 version. And put some more songs that was from Invincible on the album. Like I was the loser. We had enough. And the version of him doing it's not worth it. And Angel. And another thing, most definitely you should do is put songs that you know fans want on there, and make sure that they're complete. And not incomplete. And put someone put your hand out on an official album. That way you won't have to worry about fans leaking it. And then you won't have to, you know, get a copyright strike. Nobody likes that. And not everybody knows about the Ultimate Collection. So they don't all know about, you know, songs like Monkey Business or Someone Put Your Hand Out or the unreleased remix of Who Is It by Teddy Riley. And speaking of Who Is It, you guys didn't know that. Michael sampled his own voice in that. Because the part in the uh, Who is the intro when he's like, oh, that is actually taken from someone put your hand out. When he starts singing in falsetto high notes. 
and what'll help it is you pick out songs that were finished, complete, with the MJ signature, with the ad libs and the riffs and the noises that he's make that he's known for, and put them on the album. That way, people can feel like they got their money's worth. Because nowadays, when people buy the Michael album, it's only gonna be like the shortest album that he has. And if you really think about it, Michael hadn't really had a short album. Until he made Thriller, the Victory album, Destiny, and the Going Places album. Everything up to that point had. 11, 12, 13, or 16 songs on it. And if you look back at the track record, you'll know I'm right. Because history was lengthy, bad was lengthy, and Thriller 25 was lengthy. And and Bad 25 was lengthy. And what I mean by that, not just because it had two discs, it had a multitude of songs. And those albums, Bad 25 and Thriller 25 and Invincible, those albums are not short. And if you really think about it, Michael isn't known to have a short album. You will only see people an artist of today that is up and coming to have short albums. You don't see people like Christopher Maurice Brown, Nicki Minaj, Janet Jackson, Eric Badu, um, Kelly Rowland, Kelly Clarkson, Reba McIntyre, Biggie Smalls, Rondell, aka Tupac, Nas, Marshall Mathers. All those artists you don't see having short artists. Short artists, short albums. You see people like Cardi B, Little Uzi Vert, uh, X, and um, Drake to an extent. and up-and-coming artists will have a short album. People like Michael Jackson and all the other artists that I I named, those artists are not known for having short albums. They like to extend their albums. 
and give the listener or the fans a variety of songs to listen to so they can think. and be inspired. And in most cases, and in Michael's legacy case, I think this was the better deal and the wiser choice to remove those songs. Do I like those songs? They're okay. Like, they don't really get me bumps and wanting to groove over and over. Because they're not really uh, Michael songs. But they're decent songs. Will I buy a Jason Malakak album? Hell no. Because he is not the nice person he betrays. Like, he is a cool individual. He's only in it for fame and fortune. He doesn't care about fans. He didn't really apologize. And he didn't listen to me when I told him something for his own good, like, I told him, like, if he doesn't straighten up and, you know, do what he's supposed to do, his career, he would end up in jail, and unfortunately, he ended up in jail, because he didn't do what I advised him not to do, because I saw the road he was going down. Did he have the potential to be the next Michael? No, but I see what he was going for, and he had a good run. But he wasn't going to be like the next Michael or be in this music game for 30 plus years. Michael? He was born into that business. Jason, he became an overnight sensation and an overnight success. Just off of his voice alone. Because one person said that he had a potential to sound like Michael. And he took his ball and ran with it. And it got him some gigs, it got him some money, it got him some album deals. But he and Gene both know that they got a lot to live up to. They can't fill Michael's shoes. I'm not saying that, you know, that they wouldn't amount to anything. But Jason's career is essentially over because his heart wasn't in it. He had no soul behind it. And he thought he was better than everybody else. And it's sad because the kid was talented. And at the time, he 
he was 23. And he had a lot going for him. He had a lot going for him. Like, I didn't think he would be the next Michael, but he stood out enough on his own to have a good run, but it didn't last because he didn't make the right moves. And that's why I'm glad, you know, the song won't be played because each time you played those songs, you gave him money. And I'm not going to lie, I was guilty of that. Because, you know, I I did like the song. And I uh, definitely did like it, but I knew, I knew the truth, that it wasn't Michael. People doubted me, people called me a fake Michael Jackson fan. And now, look at where they are now. I've proved my case. I'm happy that these songs were removed. Hashtag vindication for Michael's legacy. And I think the estate is doing the right thing and a phenomenal job to have those songs been removed. But what I also think they should do is replace the songs that were removed and get the songs that are all Michael make sure that they're finished and not unfinished and put the best and great songs on the album and Jason I warned you I wanted nothing bad to happen to your career You had a lot going for you. But you knew you were fucking wrong. By coming at me. And trying to doubt. My credibility. And doubt. My extensive. Knowledge. And research. When it came to Michael Joseph Jackson. I'm a real fan of him. You only became a fan of him because you thought it would get you somewhere. And for a while, it worked. But Jason, you failed to realize that I'm not an idiot. You can't fool me. And when I asked you, did you sing these songs? You said you didn't, and I knew the truth. I need you to understand. I never wanted to be enemies with you because I could bury you. But, you, Gene, and a bunch of others impersonators came at me, try to question my knowledge, try to question my research, you try to question my knowledge, 
and history on him. You only started listening to Michael 10 years ago, maybe. I listened to him my entire life. And if you really care about Michael Jackson, you would have told the truth. You didn't have to use Michael's name to get money. You can't sing live, but you can sing in the studio. I'll give you that. Where's the freedom going? Critical? How I do? Room to breathe? Bigger man? And runner up? And coming home? Is some of your greatest songs. You're a decent artist when it comes to covering songs as well. But when it comes to singing live, you don't have it. That's where you need to practice. And there's nothing that you can sue me over because I'm not speaking lies. I'm not coming down on you. Everybody's telling me in the comments that I should bury your ass. But I'm not going to. Because it's not necessary for me to bury you. I didn't want to have to talk about you or Gene again. For a couple years, I was done with it. But what I will say... Jason, Gene, I told you both. Now what you guys need to do, practice your craft, be honest with yourselves, and tell the truth. It'll help you better. And do you much justice. Because like I said, at least to you, Jason, you can sing when it comes to the studio. You got a voice on you. But as for Eugene Walker... You need to quit singing altogether. Nobody really likes when you do karaoke at home. Unfortunately, that's how you get your money, but don't ever try to use Michael's name just for clout and to get money. I am very disappointed in you both, but I am most disappointed in you, Jason, because you know better, and what you did is unforgivable. I won't forgive you. I will never forgive you. And you just need to live your life properly. I don't want nothing bad to happen to you, of course. But 
You need to be punished. You thought that you could fool me. And then you had the nerve to question me. My Michael Jackson research? Oh, no, 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 honey. That's where you fucked up. I was gonna let you have your little shot. But when I see you the other day making subliminals, that's when I had to put you in your place. You only started using Mike's name because it got you the traction you wanted. Because your career before this whole sounding like Michael business wasn't going anywhere. And now that nobody is buying your album, no major store is selling your album. You think that you can still fool people. I see what you did with the Will I Am song, I'm Still the King. And then you really tried to pass it off as a Michael song. You really need to learn your lesson, Jason. Stop using Michael's name. Keep his name out your fucking mouth. And the next time I see you making comments about me and questioning my research about Michael, I will bury your ass. Because you're not going to keep coming at me and thinking I'm not going to say anything. And what I will not allow you to do is use Michael's name for clout and then trash him three weeks later. That's not gonna fly with me, nigga. You forget I know you. And I know what you're about. I know your game. And you thought you could play your game, but you're busted. I busted you. Try to fool somebody else. You ain't fooling me. And Gene, you of all people should shut your ass down because I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of Jason. And I'm most certainly most indefinitely sick of James Safechuck. And while I'm on the subject of him, James, you really thought you could try it, huh? You really thought you could get in my good graces? by asking me how my family was when you dissed Michael and you didn't think I was going to say something about it. And you forgot. I knew where you used to live before you moved to where you moved to. You wasn't in Australia your whole life, nigga. You lived in 3rd Ave until you was 15, nigga. Wasn't nobody hanging out with you until they started seeing you hang out with me. Niggas used to bully you in school and at your house. So don't even try that with me. You might have been abused sexually. But it wasn't by Michael. 
And just because you and Wade got rejected for the Sir Disolet tour, you and Wade had no fucking right to slander Michael's name like that just because y'all got cut from the the tribute show. If you didn't want to get cut from the tribute show, you shouldn't have broke your NDA, your non-disclosure agreement. Once you sign those non-disclosure agreements, you're not supposed to breach them. And due to the fact that you and Wade breached your non-disclosure agreement, you were cut from the show. And you, James, shouldn't have took what was said in that book, Michael Jackson Was My Lover. Because everything that you said that Michael did to you didn't happen. And there's no way you would get molested by Michael because Michael doesn't do that. And the timeline that you said it happened in 2005, you weren't there in 2005. You was at the mall with me and Lewis. Get the fuck out of here. You want to try that again? Like, come on now. Michael was not a molester. He didn't sleep with kids. And he most certainly wasn't gay or bisexual. That shit scared him. Strippers too. He was traumatized by it when he was... 10 years old and 11 so the fact that you and Wade wanted to get on this Me Too movement bandwagon shiz and bandwagon bullshit lets me know to assume what I assumed about you when I was a teenager and you forget you used to ride on my bus with me and the fact that you tried to backpedal when you got caught talking about you gotta leave and you wanna block me from the stream The only reason why you did that is because you're busted. The only reason why you moved to Australia is because you thought I was coming for you. If I really wanted to come after you, I would've. But what I will say is this. The next person who comes into my comment section or my live disrespecting me or Michael will get buried in the podcast episode I do. And that is a promise. Now, if I have to talk about this again, there will be hell to pay. Well, I'm Mysterious Jackson, and as I always say, always remember to stay tuned, because you never want to miss out. Because you never know who and what can happen on the show. And always remember to take care of our earth because this is our 
Universe 7. Thanks. Love you guys. Damn, idiots, are you kidding me?